You are going to love this. This is The Two Mics with PaddyPower.com. Let's have a look at the football because, I mean, the Torres miss. Now, most people are trying to say that the Torres miss was the best, uh, it was the worst miss ever. What do you think? It was a shocker and I agree with that. I knew he was going to miss it. You knew. I knew. I, I, I knew absolutely he was going to miss it. Thank you, Mystic Mike. Well, I, and I, how? Well, I'll tell you exactly how, mate. And, and anybody who's got a reasonable brain in his head would have seen the same. From the angle of the camera, Here watching that game, right? Yeah. But, no, no, no. What happened was he, he, he went, <laughs> hang on, he went through. Yeah. He, he, he jiggled past the goalkeeper. I then realised as he moved to the left of the area, right, that all the kinetic energy in his body was stored in his left foot because of the way he was standing, right? <laughs> what are but, you talking I'm, about? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You got me in here at 7 o'clock in the morning to I'm, talk I, that. I'm, Total nonsense. No, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm a student of physics, all the kinetic energy was on the left side of his body and his yeah. left foot, and as he swivelled round, I said to somebody next to me, I said, he'll miss this, yeah. and, and consequently, there wasn't there wasn't enough, you know, gyratric force on the ball. That means that the ball... Is that a word, is it? it? <laughs> gyratric? The gyratric force on a... A gyratric force on a ball is when a ball spins back. It's oh, what a footballer has to do. It's what a footballer has to do. It's what Modric did in, yeah. in, in a roundabout way by gyratrically bringing bringing the ball down. Are you sure you're not gyratric? <laughs> no, no, listen, come listen, on. listen, come on, I know it's There's hard. There's people for... <laughs> out there taking this serious. Well, that's you're taking it seriously. It's a serious, it's a serious physical uh, property, yeah. uh, the gyratric force. And and what happened was, with the kinetic energy of the gyratric force, he couldn't actually get it. So he, 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 so he missed, and, and, and I knew he'd miss. Oh, yeah. But he, there were much easier chances that could have gone in. But what a game, eh? Hey, it what was a game. great game. Great game. And Man U, for me, look by far the strongest team in the oh. Easily, but I tell yeah. you what, I tell you what, they, they've got to get across uh, Barcelona, who won eight 0 in the same weekend. Yeah. But the, but I, for the first time in my life, I've fallen out with Wayne Rooney, big style. Why? Absolutely big style, because everybody said it can't be done. The third hat trick in a row, uh, although he'd had a game in between, it was the third Premiership game, right? So if yeah. he scored a hat trick in that one, that's three in a row. So I put my money on. So I ring up, you know, my good friend Paddy, and and yeah. what can I get? And it was it was between I can't exactly remember what it was now, but it was be, I think it was about twenty five to one, right? Um, so some bookies so were going, you backed were going Rooney third hat trick in a I, row. I had a ton on on Rooney to uh, to get the third hat trick in the row. So how do you think I felt when he scored his first one? I I've, thought, wow, here we go. Right, what happens then? Penalty. He lines up. Yeah, but I knew he was going to miss that because uh, of the kinetic uh, energy oh, and the gyriatric force. Oh, yeah, I suppose you would, wouldn't you? Well, I, so, so, so I thought to myself, I thought, this is it, it's going to go, and then he slips. And, and I'll tell you a story about that penalty spot in a minute. And, uh, and then, of course, he, he hit the post. The story I want to tell you about penalty spot is I, I have achieved something in football which Wayne Rooney is not. In fact, no, what I mean is I've got something over Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney might be one of the greatest footballers in the world, but I've done something Wayne Rooney didn't. How about that in football? Oh, in football, in fo- yeah, in football, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I see. You're yeah, yeah, say, you yeah. know oh, what yeah, I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so what is it then that you've done in right, football okay. that Wayne Rooney hasn't? The first time I took a penalty at Old Trafford, I scored it. And the first time Wayne Rooney took a penalty at Old Trafford for Manchester United in a Manchester United shirt, he missed it. I took it in a Manchester United shirt and I scored it, right? How about that? When was this? Then? Well, I admit it was a charity game at half time, and it was sponsored by a you know a, like an international company, not Penny Power, but somebody else. Right. And uh, and I stepped up, and uh, the under eighteen uh, England goalkeeper. You mean goal- the under eight? No, under under. <laughs> that's very nice. Isn't it? Under eighteen, and I stepped up, smacked straight through, and no problem at all. I scored. What happened next? Alvin Martin, our old friend and former yeah, England and defender, he's captain of the other team. Yeah, he steps up, he smacks it, it hits the crossbar. I, I won, got the glory, and I ran round the ground and gave it all that. 
Uh, unfortunately, the ground was so appreciative, they kept chanting, you fat something, you fat something, you fat something, which I thought was a bit harsh, you know. But, uh, but, but fair. But, but, well, you, you might say so. So, um, so But that's the first time in my life that Wayne Rooney's let me down. Well, apart from the fact when he left Everton, obviously he went to Manchester United, but the boy wanted to improve his career. That would have been nice, though, 2,500 from Paddy. Uh, uh, it would be very nice indeed. And the other team let me down were Wolves. Wolves. Well, I thought Wolves were on a roll. I know that they had three consecutive victories, and then, mm. and then they had a setback. And I thought, well, that setback won't stop them now. So they had the home game uh, on Saturday, and I thought they'd get it again, and they they, they got absolutely battered. And uh, I, I blame Mick McCarthy. Here, but uh, my name's Mick McCarthy, and uh, I'm a Yorkshireman, and uh, I don't like that. That's Roy incredible. King. My name's Mick McCarthy. <laughs> I, I, hang on, I'm trying to get it right. My my name's Rick McCarthy. He can, he's and I'm, just I'm walked in, in the room. I'm a Yorkshireman. Where is he? <laughs> that's, well, just, I'm, I'm telling you. So that's, but, uh, yeah, I'll do it again. My name's Rick McCarthy, and I'm a Yorkshireman. I like that Roy Keane. He disturbed my camp in Japan. Yeah, how about that? It's more like Fred Truman. Really? Well, go on then. Mick McCarthy. Yeah. I don't know why people moan about Wolverhampton. We've got a great side, a great team. People call us dirty. I don't know why they call us dirty. So very similar to yours, that's, I guess. Uh, that's very unfair. That you and we're going to ask the listeners to vote for the best one. Or yeah, something. I think we should. I so, think we should. So let's just hear yours again. Right, you know, uh, uh, my name's Mick McCarthy. I'm a Yorkshireman, and I don't like that Roy Keane because he disturbed me World Cup camp in Japan. That's all I've got to say. So that's uh, Mike Parry, yeah. and, and this is Mike Osman doing Mick McCarthy. Go on, then. We've got a great side at Wolves. I've got a few lads, though, are not the brightest. I've got one lad, and I don't think the lift stops at the top floor, if you know what I'm saying. I think that's pathetic. But anyway, listen, you have your vote in and see what you want. Um, listen, Mike, you're moaning earlier about getting up at 7 o'clock and coming here. What are you moaning mm. for? You know, the early part of the day is all yours. It's the best part of the day. It's what we all live for, isn't it? You know, the, the sun coming up, the, the, the crisp, cold uh, autumnal fields. Don't, don't you get all that? Not when you've don't had you 15 pints of Guinness the night before. Well, no. I don't drink 15 pints of Guinness, do I? I don't indulge in that sort of thing. I've lost a stone and a half in the last few months well, by had... adopting a new diet. Well, yeah, your ears pierced? No. No, no, that's very nice. Isn't it? No, what I what I've done is I used to eat I used to eat a packet of um, rich tea biscuits each did you? evening. Did watching, you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, what, what, a whole packet. Well, what happened was <laughs> unfortunately what they've done I is can't no, no, no. That. What they've done is they it's what a they great did, diet. That. No, my my favourite and probably only uh, TV show is Coronation Street, right? Oh yeah, and and I, I do enjoy it enormously. It takes you out of the real world and all this kind of stuff. I like a bit of Cory. Yeah, yeah, okay. Now what they do is on two nights. I think that's Friday. Day and Monday, isn't it? They have double episodes, right? Yeah. Now, what happened was when it was only one episode a night, it was all right. I just used to eat half a packet of rich tea. <laughs> you see what I mean? But now, now because two uh, episodes, yeah, well, and forbid if they start doing four. <laughs> well, no, the problem is the problem is the rich tea biscuits are very Moorish indeed. Yeah. So what I used to do? No, honestly, they're not I'm, great dunkers though, are they? Well, I don't. I hate dunk. I hate. You're dunkers. not a dunker. Ah, oh, I think it's a terrible habit. You stick a biscuit in a cup of tea, and and the soft bit breaks off and sinks to the bottom of the of the 
teacup. I, well, I told that's him what I'm saying. That's why uh, you don't uh, use rich tea as dunkers. Well, Custard uh, creams you get away uh, with. Anyway, let, let me tell you. Let me tell you what went wrong. So I thought half a packet of biscuits was all right, really, because they're, they're only rich tea. They're not big, you know, not chocolate or anything like that. No, there's not, not much sugar in them. <laughs> well, so or fat. So what I do is, what I do is, you see, because uh, I don't like them to go soft. I like my biscuits hard and crispy. <laughs> what, I do, what I did is, after eating half a packet, you're so no, talking. No, 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 seriously, Twaddle. seriously. After after uh, eating half a packet, yeah. I would then get out the sellotape and I'd seal <laughs> them off, seal them off so they what, don't go soft. What a night! No, you no, must have. No, I must come round by Seriously. Night. So so anyway, to keep me away from them for the second episode, which comes on half an hour later, yeah. I'd, I'd doubly sellotape them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But then what happened was. I just couldn't resist them, so then, so then, then I'd, I'd break open through the yeah. cellar and eat the other the other packets. You so burn I, I, a few calories opening them, uh, I guess. Well, you might do, yeah. But I, I honestly blame the shelling. But anyway, that wasn't the point. That wasn't the point. The point is, um, you're telling me about your 15 pints. I'm telling you, oh, the reason, yeah, the reason I was talking about the rich tea is that's how I've lost weight. I've given up the rich tea altogether. Right, and, and you've given up Coronation Street, yeah, I guess. Well, <laughs> no, what I now I'd still watch Corrie, but I do a lot of work in the evenings now, so I, I put it on the old Skybox and I mm. watch it the following morning. I see. And in the morning, you're not tempted to eat the rich tea because you... I just eat ten bacon sandwiches. No, no, I eat kippers for breakfast now. Do you? Uh, yeah, they're very nutritious and uh, and uh, weight-losing, if you well, see what well, I mean. What is this with this new Well, health, you know, I just like... I mean, you, can see, can't you? you can see the thinness, can't you? See no, the, not really. See the chiselled look? <laughs> There's a no? face fighting to get through. <laughs> <laughs> That's very nice, isn't it? Listen, the reason I was talking about that because we were talking about the early mornings. Now, the early mornings are great. I love it. And I like it when the, the summer goes and autumn comes. Now, a word of warning for you, Mike. A word of warning for you. You look a bit peaky this morning. You told yeah. me you've had a bit of a virus this week. Is yeah, that right? I have, yeah. A bit of virus. Okay. Do you know where that virus comes from? That virus comes from the fact that you're putting too many clothes on as we've come into autumn. What people do is, and they're really mad, during the summer you don't wear any clothes at all, right? No. And then what happens is the minute you see, you know, you feel a nip in the air, a bit of cold, people start putting coats on. Well, the more coats you put on, the more likely you are to get a cold. Why? Well, because people are... are, are you don't are, know, do you? You're yeah, making yeah. this up. No, 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 no. People are quite stupid in the sense that they think... <laughs> oh, they, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, seriously. People put clothes on and hoods and all that. And what they're doing yeah. is they're trapping all the germs in their body. They yeah. are literally trying, you know, the, the germs can't come out your ears or, or, or germs come out of your skin and your ears and everything. And if you so, put big hoods on and all that, the germs can't get out your body. So, so when you, I went to the doctors the other day... yeah. The first thing he said was, uh, Mike, yeah. you're wearing too many clothes. No. Well, well, in that case, he doesn't quite understand the, you know. <laughs> of course no, he doesn't. No, no. The man who studies for 20 years. This is new thinking, honestly. Uh, this is this, this is, new is thinking. parry thinking. No, no, it's not parry thinking. It's new thinking. For instance, do you know why people get colds in the winter but not in the summer? I'll tell you why. In well, the winter, right, mm-hmm. they all sit in rooms with heaters on and the windows shut. Yeah. So that means all the germs circulating in the room are just picked up by other people. Right. In the summer, they've got exactly the same number of germs, but they sit in rooms with the doors open and the windows open and, and the germs just fly blow, out the window. They just blow out the window, they do. do they? Right. Well, okay. hang, hang, excuse me. I, 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 I detect a note of cynicism in your voice, but... You're not that, wrong. Well, well hang, hang on. Doesn't that make common sense? Uh, no, not really. I think the... It must do. I the germs go out the window when the wind blows. Well, that, that's airborne germs, but there are other germs that uh, are on door handles and things like I think the main problem is door handles. Uh, no, it, well, I understand what you're saying. I always try to open doors with my elbows, actually. I don't know about you. <laughs> no, no, I do. Don't you? 
No. If you if you go to a public bathroom or something like that, and then you and you've washed your hands and you're coming out, you think I don't want to germify my hands again on yeah. the handle. Another word that so, you've made so, up. No, excuse me. So I always use my elbow to ease the the door open because yeah. the elbow obviously is usually covered in fabric and that can be washed. You see what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> then another thing. Um, well, uh, you know, you don't get some of these things. Uh, by the way, talking about eating, do you eat? Do you clean your teeth every time you eat? Uh, no. I do. I do, do now. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Why? Uh, it's essential. I've also got a load of little brushes, which I use between each tooth. Oh, I do that. You do? I've got them here. They're dent sticks. Uh, yeah, mine aren't. Mine are, mine are brushes. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I know what you mean. Yeah. Like that. Absolutely. Like, like a little that. blue thing yeah, with a little right. brush. Yeah, yeah I yeah. do that all the time. Every time... After I eat, yeah. I use these brushes. Yeah, but but I don't brush my teeth with toothpaste after. Oh, I do. Me. I do, yeah. and it's and it's easy. It's easy to do. It's Is easy it? to do. Yeah, I I could do it. I could do it if I was standing on the top of a multi-story car park in Shanghai. Yeah, but how can you how can you brush your teeth? Yeah. without water. You don't need water. That's the whole point. If this is this is one of life's modern myths. You do not. Need water. In fact, using water to clean your teeth is is not like cleaning your teeth. You're not cleaning your teeth. You're just rinsing your mouth. You do not. Use, I never use water, explain. and I never and I never rinse my mouth out afterwards. Nothing to explain. Nothing to explain. All you need in your in your uh, armory of um, personal hygiene kit, okay, is right, uh, that everyone <laughs> carries with them. Well, I do. I do. Is, 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 um, is a is a toothbrush. Yeah. And tube a, of toothpaste. A tube of toothpaste. That's all you need. That's all you need. And, and you never rinse. Listen, what is in your mouth apart from your tongue? Saliva. Thank you, right? So you've got teeth, uh, tongue, saliva, right? Yeah. Now, the teeth are there to be cleaned. Yeah. So is the tongue, by the way. Yeah. Most people don't I clean always their clean tongue. tongue. Yeah, that's right. And the saliva, the saliva is like your own private waterworks right. in your mouth. You see what I mean? Yeah. So what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. You actually... Uh, you know when, for instance, if I said to you and you were hungry, Mike, here's a fantastic T-bone steak, yeah. okay? What would happen is your saliva glands would start getting active, like this. Yeah. See? See where they are here? See? Yeah. I'm just demonstrating about the jowls in your... You don't want to see this. You look like Churchill the dog. Oh, yeah. By the way, Churchill the dog only ever says two phrases. What are they? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh no! That's that's right. He never said, he's never said anything else. Do you know that, don't you? No. He's never said anything else. You look oh, at. Oh yeah. Yeah. And. Oh no. Uh, that, that's all he's ever said. He's never said anything else. That, but no, oh, not many people know that. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it's absolutely true. Anyway, getting back to the saliva glands, right? Mm. So the saliva glands are working on that. Secreting saliva. Secreting saliva. Yeah. Now what happens is. That was Mick McCarthy, wasn't it? <laughs> So anyway, anyway, let's come on, be serious. So, so um, be serious. Yeah, no, no, what I was going to say is you would probably won't believe this. No, but, I don't already. But, but <laughs> yeah, saliva glands get just as excited about the approach toothpaste. of a toothbrush. They do. <laughs> they do. They get just as excited about the approach of toothbrush yeah. as, they, as they do to, a, like, a juicy steak. Oh, right. <laughs> or, a, or a cream bun. <laughs> so the next time I go to a restaurant, yeah. uh, tube of Colgate, please. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you, honestly. And for Maine, <laughs> I think I'll have the spearman no. toothpaste. No, what it is, is what it is. It's, it's yeah. a mental reaction thing, I right? I see, yeah. Your brain is, is telling your saliva glands yeah. you're about to enjoy uh, a nice experience. 
and that is having your mouth flushed out with cold, you know, with COVID <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Do you think it's time <laughs> I called for matron? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, but if you've got a mouthful of toothpaste, yeah. it's like having a mouthful no, no, of no, chalk no, dust. No, no, you don't understand because you've never tried it. You've never tried cleaning your teeth without water. What I'm saying is this. The minute that the saliva glands get active, because, yeah. you know, the, your eyes feast upon a, a tube of Colgate, <laughs> right? You, know, and, and you need to get out Don't more. you think, by the way, don't you think, seriously, no. a, a, an undisturbed tube of toothpaste <laughs> is a beautiful architectural product. It's a don't, beautiful don't, thing. No, don't you think it is? Yes, I often all right. gaze upon a tube uh, of toothpaste. Uh, all right, listen, uh, you, I've just seen your new car out there, OK? Yeah. You, the lines of that are beautiful. They're aesthetic, right? Yeah. I think a tube of toothpaste is just as aesthetic. When you, when you first when you first it out of the tube don't you think it i almost sometimes real no I'm, I'm i'm i am really i am really loath to squeeze a tube of toothpaste sometimes yeah yeah, yeah. because, because I, you know i almost feel like i'm damaging an object which is oh yes you know, you know, no, i can't believe no, i'm doing this no i'm telling i'm telling you i'm gonna stay in bed uh, no listen in the old days in the old days when tubes of toothpaste were made of uh like Foil stuff, what's like it called? Like a zinc or a tin yeah, or like, something, like, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, as soon as you as soon as you put an impression upon them, well, they were crushed and ruined. Yeah, they, they did stay but the dented. Mo- but the modern ones spring back, and I and I think that I think that I think they're, they're beautifully designed. You know. Anyway, look, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, when your eyes feast upon that, uh, that tube, right? <laughs> yeah, and it knows that the it knows the toothpaste is coming. It knows yeah, it's going it to clean germs out <laughs> your mouth, it. right? Your this mouth is like a children's TV program. <laughs> no, no, here comes the toothpaste. No, your yeah. Well, it, it is a bit like here that. it is, children. It, it, it is. Isn't it? Just going your, to pop it on the brush. Uh, uh, now, uh, now look, come on. Are we ready? Let me tell you. Your mouth automatically starts welling up with saliva. Okay, as you well, you try it, you try it, and you'll find out that what I'm talking about. Do you I'm know what? I, do you know this show? I, I've just mm. worked out why yeah. there hasn't been a Mrs. Barry. <laughs> yeah, you see, a lot of people say that. I can't help being a forward thinker. And, uh, and 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 so when you get going with the the toothbrush in your mouth, this is why mm. I say you could do it on top of a, a multi-story car park in Shanghai. Yeah. Even if there wasn't a tap for 500 yards, yeah. you do not need water right now. Now, that's point one. You don't need water and you can clean your teeth. If you were in a bathroom and you had a tap available, I would highly recommend you don't rinse your mouth out afterwards. Because really? because the goodness in, in toothpaste in your mouth is actually sitting on your teeth. And the moment you... See, it went there because I was putting my hand in front of the mm. microphone to yeah. exactly, you know, to demonstrate sluicing your live. mouth out. Yeah, no, to sluice your mouth but out. We're yeah. actually here. Well, you're barely live at this time of the morning, <laughs> I have to say. And... Um, and and you leave the you leave the what I would call the the Res- paste the paste residue of, yeah the residue on your teeth right there yeah. and then you'll find within about three minutes it's gone no it's never gone in it, three it minutes it is it is it'll be with you all day no well if it is it's good because it, it that means all day you can taste the toothpaste you've got a refreshing taste in your mouth it's it's fighting germs in your mouth it's helping your tongue it's it's all good for you oh. No, I'm sorry, I can't have that. I've got, I've got to rinse and spit. I'm, I'm telling you, it is, it is all good for you. And, and you know, don't. If you clean your teeth and you swill your mouth out with water afterwards, you might as well have not cleaned your teeth, right? You yeah. might as, oh, just knock the microphone there. You might as well have not. Is cleaned there a your way teeth. of the listener sort of getting in touch with you and and just sort of letting you know if they try this and people around the country walking around foaming at the mouth, <laughs> foaming at the mouth? Well, um, <laughs> I can see the problem if you suddenly go and have a hot cup of coffee or something like that and you and, and you foam. But no, it, it, no, it, it, you wouldn't you wouldn't foam at the mouth. Believe me. 
Um, if you did phone at the mouth, right? If you did yeah. phone at the mouth. Here we go. There's a solution. No, no, no. And and somebody called for an ambulance, right? Yeah. I do you know what I'd do? What? I'd put headphones on or earphones or earplugs or something. Have you ever stood on a high street corner and an ambulance has gone past and suddenly cracked out that? I that, know that where that this comes number? from. I was on the phone to you <laughs> when an ambulance or whatever it was went past you, That's, and I remember yeah. hearing your language at the time at the noise. Well. I bet you that at some stage in the, in the history of this country in the last 10 years, somebody has had an eardrum pierced by the noise of a siren on an ambulance. They are so loud, they must be dangerous. But don't you think there's a reason for that? Well, look, you can, you can have a, a, a siren... It's an emergency vehicle. Mike, you can right? have... A... It's stuck in traffic. Yeah. It needs to get very urgently to a person in need. Yeah. That's why it has a very loud siren and a light. Mike, you can have a siren loud enough, right, to alert a motorist in front of you. You've also got red and blue flashing lights, okay? You can't miss any of that. But it's when they hit that button and you get that whoop, whoop, you know, and and, and if you're standing next to them, I, I bet you... If I, what's that uh, procedure whereby you can demand secret information? Freedom of Information Act. I bet you if I levelled a Freedom of Information Act order on the National Health Service, you would find somebody in this country whose eardrum had been shattered or, or pierced, what's it called, perforated, an eardrum yeah. perforated by the noise on the top of an ambulance. I'm, well, I'm certain. I, I, I guess they'd be calling for an ambulance. <laughs> well, this is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I mean, look, I'm not suggesting that there's a, a conspiracy in this country at the health service, but I'm telling you, I bet you they've created a few patients of their own. With the, with the, no, I'm, I'm serious. Of course I, I, you are. I, I don't know why other people aren't as concerned as I am. Be, because you know what they do? The, the, all these interfering officials in every area of our life, they go along to rock concerts, right? And they hold these monitors up, and if the, if the beat of the drum or, the, or the, you know, the string of a guitar is coming out of those amplifiers too loud, they close the place down. They do, yeah. And there's, there's trip, I think there are trip things on some of these sound systems. Perhaps, perhaps they should have a volume control. Is that what you think? Well, there's nothing wrong with the volume control. Look, if they really need to turn it up because they're competing against uh, a, a 747 flying overhead coming into yeah. you know Heathrow Airport or something, fine. Fine, you want to outdo the, a jumbo, that's great. But most of the time, I, th- I think they're outrageously loud. But I tell you what, that for me is part of the arrogance of the public sector these days, OK? Yeah? Do you think there's an arrogance in the public sector? Well, this is suddenly shot off in a new direction, Well, it's not, because it? we're talking about ambulances, and mostly mostly ambulances are public sector no, What I'm saying is the arrogance of the public sector, just because a, a yeah. siren you believe is too loud, so yeah. now we're saying yeah. it's the arrogance of the well, public I, sector. I think there is an arrogance in the public sector. Well, explain. Well, my explanation is this, is that um, under uh, the last three governments, right, and even under the present government, actually, massive amounts of money are are spent on the private sector. They get gold-plated pensions for life, right? Mm. They get salaries which are now in excess of those in the private sector. Right. And my view is that unlike the old days when public sector workers were seen as certainly as um, those paid by the taxpayer to serve, to serve society, right? They now seen themselves as a superior race. If, you, if you're now a public sector worker, you look down on everybody else because you've got 
The government's spending more than 50% of their income on you. You've got gold-plated pensions. You get new vehicles all the time. You get new buildings which haven't been paid for and won't be for 20 years. You are in a golden position. And it's the arrogance of the public sector which drives me mad. I mean, do you think you get good service in hospitals these days? You do in a lot of hospitals, a lot of caring nurses, a lot of caring doctors. But the way the system's built up, Mike, is there's too many pen pushers in the National Health Service, too many pen pushers in education. And these pen pushers have to create jobs for themselves by inventing rules which slows everything down. Ladies and gentlemen, all because of an ambulance with a siren that's too loud. Yeah. That's all I need to say. It's not just that. For your free matched bet, go to paddypower.com forward slash two mics. That's T-W-O as in two, not as in the number two or two o two o. You know the deal. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, listen, it's great to be with Paddy Power this morning. There's more of these to come, Mike, by the way. Is there? Yeah, if you pass the audition on this one, I might invite you back. Oh, right. I'm excited about that. Okay, well, I'll, I love I'll, your stories. I'll, I'll have a top-level board meeting with Paddy and see what's going on, okay? Oh, he's he's a very friendly it. booker, you know that. You're a very influential um, man. Listen, mate, come on, talking about Paddy, of course, that brings me round to where I'm going to put my money this weekend. I told you about Wayne Rooney last weekend, didn't I? Yep. Yeah? Yeah? I thought Rennie was going to score the three, didn't So what are you going for this weekend? Well, I tell you what, I tell you what, my team Everton are playing at uh, at City, but I think we've got to focus on the Rugby World Cup, mate, because it's getting very exciting now. Very exciting ever since Ireland beat Australia and yeah. have completely turned around. They've yeah, upset the big car. shock. Upset big the shock car result. because Ireland could play Wales now, you see. Yeah. But but listen, here, you give me your, your predictions for this one. Saturday, New Zealand versus France. How's that going to end up? Oh, that's a big game, isn't it? A big, big game. Yeah, it's I'm, got to be New Zealand, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm going for the home side. Yeah, well, I... I I'm going to say that France will get closer. I think I think I'll be a shock. I think it'll be a bit of a shock. You think France? No, but well, I think they'll it, get very close. I well, think that's not a shock, is it? It is if they rattle New Zealand because that that helps everybody else. If New Zealand uh, in, is in, invincibility is uh, is is knocked out. Now more to the point, England Romania. Now listen, there's a lot of questions over the England team. For instance, what did you think when you saw? Never mind the antics in the bar, which is unforgivable to me. But bungee jumping, Mike. I mean, people do die bungee jumping, don't they? Oh, yeah. Sometimes the bungee breaks. That's what I'm saying. Have you yeah. ever done it? No, I would never do it. Because of that very reason. Sometimes the bungee breaks. I, I would do the it. The same reason I won't go on fairground rides, because my car breaks down, it's mechanical, fairground yeah. rides are the same. I don't yeah. do that. You yeah. would do a bungee jump. Yeah, definitely. And by the way, I have no fear of death. Is there? Can, can I just I have no fear of death. check if there is a sort of weight limit on this? Uh, it wouldn't matter, mate. I'm, 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 I'm absolutely the right proportional weight for my size and uh, and body mass. What yeah. are you seven foot six? Is no, that what you're no, saying? No, 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 no. Now listen, get back to the England thing, right? What yeah. I'm saying is it's highly responsible. You pull your back out in a bungee jump. What is going on? Well, yeah, you, you know, the the one thing that happens as soon as you hit the end of the mm. extension of the bungee, yeah, you come flying back with a jerk, a big old jerk, yeah. Now, if you've got a back problem, that's mm. the last thing you need. It's like whiplash. Well, you say that, but I was thinking about this when I read it. Isn't that good for your back to have your back stretched? Well, maybe it is. But... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and the thing is, the reason I mention this is that England play in Romania. 
Now, so far, England have been less than impressive. Less than impressive against... Uh, but they've had two wins. Georgia. Yeah, but they, 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 their recent one against Georgia, I mean, even Martin Johnson was kicking water bottles over at the end. I don't care. I they don't care personally. gave away 14 penalties. I don't care personally because... All right, well, I'll like tell you the what. World Cup, World Cup in 1966, we were less than impressive in a few games. In, but in we the first won, game. First we game won only. the World Cup in the end. First, you know? Yeah, yeah, but I mean... And I, I'd take two wins out of two any time. Right, so give me a prediction on england Remain. I oh, want to I I I know by how many points. That's what uh, I want to know because I'm, I'm going to spread bet on this. That's the okay, way to, so to win England, money. England, Romania. I'm yeah. going for thirty-six to eight. Thirty-six to eight. So that's a spread of twenty-eight points, right? I don't think England will achieve that. I think uh, England yeah. will win by a margin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the saliva gland. Sorry, just going. Yeah. Just thinking. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, no. <laughs> There's uh, another impression you can do. No. There's a new career for you. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, <laughs> I think it will be 14 points. England 14 points? Yeah, and I'm doubling yours on my spread by 28. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I, you know, that's what I think. Uh, anyway, we'll see, won't we? Do you get up early for these rugby matches? Uh, not really, no. Why? I'll get, I'll get up to watch England. Yeah, exactly, not, as I'm saying. Really. I got up last Sunday to watch yeah, England. Yeah. Right, let's have a look at the football fixtures. Manchester City, Everton. Now, Everton are going to cause a tremendous shock there. Do you know why? Yeah. We've just discovered two great players, Drenthe yep. and Valios. Drenthe, good player. Valios, 19-year-old Greek. Mm. You know, beware mm. Greeks bearing gifts, but in this case, Manchester City, beware Greeks bearing great heading ability. Bang, hit that with his forehead and boom. OK, I'm going for a Man City win after all that. The Man City win, what do you would? I'm going for a... We have a great track record at Manchester City. The yeah. Etihad, the City of Manchester Stadium, Eastlands, call it what you will, it's got loads of names. We went there last season and won 2-1 in January. I think we can go there and shock the world. I'm saying that's 2-2. You're going to shock the world with a draw. Yes, that's right. Yeah, because, right. you know, City stumbled at Fulham. They were 2-0 up and they got 2-2. I think we will. And don't Arsenal... forget, that's 12.45 kickoff, by the way. Yeah, I know. That's great, isn't it? Because we'll be able to watch that, a bit of that before I do my mm. uh, afternoon show. Because, you know, <laughs> I'm big on TV at the moment, Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I just well, there you go. Well, I gave up radio because I haven't got the face for it anymore. No. You know what I mean? No. Except for this radio, of course. I've got the perfect face for Paddy Power radio. Yeah. Because I'm a Paddy Power sort of guy. You are. Right. Arsenal Bolton. I'm going for Bolton. Uh, that's a ridiculous bet. Utterly that's a ridiculous, ridiculous bet. Uh, excuse me. I remember what I did this TV program that you're talking about with yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I did some of the early pilots, but and I said yeah. to you, yeah. Arsenal mid table. This yeah. before a ball was kicked in yeah. anger in the yeah. Premier League. Yeah. You laughed at me like a drain. Wishful thinking. Where are they now, by yeah, the wishful way? Wishful thinking. Uh, wishful thinking. Right. You think Bolton will win at Arsenal? Yep. No, Arsenal will win that two 0 Okay. We'll see. Chelsea Swansea. At uh, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't, uh, can't. I mean, Swansea have only scored their first goal after yep. four games last week. Mm-hmm. Liverpool, Wolverhampton. Now that'd be uh, intriguing. Intriguing. Yeah, it could be intriguing. Uh, but I'm going for a Liverpool win. Uh, I would have to go for a Liverpool win, but you know, Liverpool are all over the place. You mm-hmm. know, the Kenny Dalglish Renaissance seems to be grinding to a halt, and yeah. to get down to nine players at Spurs, dreadful. What do you think about Newcastle and Blackburn? Uh, Newcastle, Blackburn. I think this. Uh, I'm going for a draw. No, Newcastle will batter them three 0 Blackburn were lucky to have played an Arsenal team in disarray. Save Steve Keeney's job. No, they played very for one well, game. to be fair. Well, you say that. What about Wigan and Tottenham? <clears throat> Wigan, Tottenham. That's a Tottenham win for me. Yeah, and me as well. I would say one three to Tottenham, mm-hmm. and then and then uh, five thirty game. Which is always great, isn't it? If you're if you're not, you know, if you're free of work and all that, I love getting into that five. Yeah, or game. even coming back from watching a game at home. Yeah, and, that's and, right. And having the chance to sit and watch another Premier yeah, League or, game. Or, or it can start the Saturday night on the town, right, real early. A yeah. couple of pints watching yep, the game, yep. and then oh, woohoo! Come on, uh, Stoke United. You uh, just can't. Menu. 
Well, Man U aren't going to falter at all, are they? Until they uh, meet what you know, a, a, a club the size of Manchester City, really, which is in October. Yeah. The Clash of the Giants. Yeah, I'd say three-one to Manchester United. That's right. Sunday games. Sunday games. Okay. Oh, let me see. Uh, QPR Aston Villa. I fancy a draw. Yeah. I fancy Villa to get something out of that as well. I'll, I'll, I'll go draw with you. QPR yeah. look lively and look injected. But and I'll then go Monday. Draw. Monday, Norwich, Sunderland. Difficult one, that, because Sunderland have had a faltering start. I'm gonna, Norwich will hold it at home. I, I reckon Norwich 2-1. Uh, I'm going for Sunderland. Sunderland. Mm. Sunderland win. OK, bold, bold. Sunderland win. Right, OK, well, look, that's the end of the two-mike show. Uh, what a pleasure to be with a gentleman and a scholar like yourself in the studio when you're talking sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly, it doesn't happen too often. Um, can I remind everybody, please, and, and this is important, uh, the very friendly bookie Paddy Parr. Now, um, we've given you our uh, our uh, tips for what we think is going to happen in the fixtures this week. And, of course, you know, we don't get everyone right. But if you think we've got anything right there, you want to follow it on, why don't you take a bet? Paddy, I've got a fantastic offer for you, right? Paddypower.com forward slash two mics. You put down an introductory bet of anything up to £50, right? And Paddy Power will match that stake for you. So, for instance, you might not want to bet 50. You might want to bet 10. If you bet 10, Paddy Power will match 10 for yeah, you. Yeah, for new subscribers. New subscribers. Really important, that. Absolutely for and new I'll subscribers. And I'll tell you the bet that they ought yeah. to follow yeah. is the Arsenal-Bolton. Bolton victory, because they'll get good odds on that. Well, you see, that came from the other mic. Now, um, I'll repeat that to you. It's paddypower.com forward slash two mics, OK? paddypad.com forward slash T-W-O mics, two mics as in uh, the two of us. Um, and also, if you want to um, keep pace with what I'm doing, then please go to my Twitter uh, address, which is at MikeParry8. I'm on Twitter. You can follow me there. I've got you know a few thousand followers now, and you can join in the gang. And, of course, we have our own Facebook, which is The Two Mics. That is the two of us, The Two Mics. That's The Two T-W-O Mics. Have a look on the Facebook there, and you can keep pace with us, OK? We've very much enjoyed doing this, Mike, have we not? Uh, yes. And uh, we will be back next... <laughs> I don't know why it sounds surprised. Excuse me, there seems to be a bit of hesitancy there. No, 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 I've had the time of my life, really. I mean, you know, getting up half past five in the morning is not always a pleasure, but it is when you're coming to meet me, isn't when, it? Yeah, I guess so. Thank you. For your free matched bet, go to paddypower.com forward slash two mics. Terms and conditions apply. 